Hi, welcome to the podcast. No, you can't do that. Oh, that's so infuriating. But hi, welcome to the podcast. Who did a bear? Well, I do it with more gusto, but I guess that's maybe just because I'm... That's as much enthusiasm as I can muster <laughs> on a Monday evening. Hi, welcome to the podcast. It's like a weak impression of you. <laughs> a weak impression of me. Yeah, fair enough. Hi, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Is that meant to be an impression impression of me? Can I do an impression of you? What is an impression? No, fuck off with your... <laughs> oh. So, first of all, we've got a bit of follow-up uh, from last week. I did get a lot of feedback from people who were just screaming in block capitals, Oscar, Oscar Schindler, <laughs> in messages to me, and they went, oh, no, you got there, it's fine. Um, yeah. Which I did I did enjoy quite a lot. And then um, Craig, who, Craig, who I was with at the weekend, who listens occasionally, very, very occasionally, we were just ha- we were in a bar... We were in a bar at my flat or something, and we were just having a chat, and he went, oh, I remember we spoke about this. And he went, actually, no, we didn't speak about this. I listened to you speak to Marco about this on the <laughs> podcast. And somehow I feel like I know your side of the argument, and I feel that we've had this discussion. Which I thought was a really good compliment. Yes, it is. It is a good compliment. Yeah, absolutely. It brings us nicely onto this week's topic. Um, do you look up to Craig? Maybe as an idol? <laughs> Oh it's funny you say um, that because this week's episode is all about <laughs> idols. Since last week we did icons, um, and we had a great discussion about how Oscar Schindler isn't an icon because um, uh, you don't know who he is. I didn't know. No, I know who he is. I just didn't. I couldn't remember his name. You uh, don't even. Yeah, and the <laughs> the mark of an icon in anyone's life is whether or not Marco Cook knows their. Of knows course, who they are. absolutely, and and clearly his name is not Oscar List or Schindler List. And I apologise to his family if they're listening, but but who even cares? Because it's not as if he's an icon. No, he's not an icon. I'm not like Hitler, anyway. Not as if one of the most famous World War Two movies <laughs> of all time was based around his contribution to yeah, yeah, yeah. to the world. No, no, he's definitely an icon. He's definitely an icon. But I mean, you know, it was an interesting point because then I guess a lot, of, you know, well, we'll come on to idols now. Was um, it an interesting point? <laughs> it wasn't. Well, no, it wasn't, time will tell. It, time will tell. Yes, it wasn't interesting. It, it wasn't necessarily interesting. For ninety nine percent of our listeners, but for me it was interesting to to um We all learnt a lot. Yeah, we learnt a lot. We learned his name. We all learnt how to unsubscribe from podcasts and podcast clients. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. So I just turned twenty nine. Happy birthday. I don't know why I sound so camp, but because you are quite <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> and as we start talking about icons and you talk about Elton John and Freddie Mercury <laughs> some more, then that's another reason. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Well, we'll come on to those, yeah. I well, know, yeah, happy birthday, I, really. I currently have uh, 365 written on my whiteboard as I count down my final days of my 20s. Ooh, yeah, but then when you're 30, you, Ral and I are going to go and do something so that you can finally lose your virginity. One can hope. One I mean, I was aiming for Steve Carell's record, but... <laughs> Uh, what was his record? 40. I just guessed. I don't know the film. What's the film? The 40-year-old version. Oh, right. Okay. Well, that's good. That's a coincidence then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Jesus. Anyway, so... um, This is what happens when we don't prepare. We We've are, got zero notes for this. No, we, so, are, we are prepared. Yeah. We're just having a nice chat. And that's one thing that, that the customer likes. The customer. Yeah. Yeah, so no, we are going to talk about idols. Yeah, so I thought the reason I wanted to talk about idols, as well as just following on from the last one, would be quite good. But given that I've like, done a lot of personal reflection over the last few days, because 
I can feel my hair going grey. <laughs> and actually I've got a patch of grey hair that I've had since I was about sixteen, so that doesn't really count. But and everyone in my life is becoming doctors. Like you're you'll be a doctor shortly, Craig's a doctor, Jess is a doctor, Raul will be a doctor one day. And I'm I'm becoming like the, the Howard of the Big Bang Theory of my friend group. <laughs> and Oh yeah, so yeah, I wanted to talk about idols because like over the course of your life, over the course of my life certainly, idols have changed and the reasons why you've got idols have changed, like Maybe when you were 16, it was just like whoever was punk and cool and being like the face of rebellion or the face of what your parents weren't or something. And yeah, and how that's changed to like now where I'm attempting to be a responsible adult who's got control of their life. Yeah. And as I see everyone else do that also, I realize that I really don't, but I'll maybe get there one day. Yeah, it's a good point because it's like... Why, thank you. Yeah, you're very welcome. Um, well, we, you know, we well, we briefly talked about this when we were kind of like making the notes, but like, idols, ch- I think idols change obviously naturally they would change like over time you know so like when i was uh in school um roger taylor so the drummer of queen was a huge idol of mine right and not just because he was like a, dr- a drummer that i admired and i played drums but like i liked his hair and like things like that and i like wanted to like dress like him and i mean this was a long time ago i was at least like 24 or something like that so <laughs> uh i was at least um like early teens anyway doesn't really matter how old i was but no, let's let's get the week. Let's get it down to the day. It was before or after <laughs> the um the Arctic Monkeys phase. The phase. The Arctic Monkeys phase. What but the phase where I looked like Alex Turner? Yeah. Uh, it was probably about the same time. Probably about the same time. But anyway, my point was is that I ended up dyeing my hair blonde. Um and uh, Oh my god, do you have any pictures? I do, yes, but they're not going in the show notes. Well I didn't dye it blonde, but I got blonde highlights. Um so I got like like uh, three quarters or no like a third of my the hair the tips of my hair like blonde and because i had reasonably long hair then um not like not long long but long enough to have blonde tips <laughs> and like i remember just going in like to the to the barbers and like saying um well actually it wasn't a, wouldn't have been a barbers it was actually what well, was like a it was like a hairdresser's but it was like a unisex hairdresser's place like i mean they mainly did men but anyway i went in and um, I said, I said that's not particularly important. But, what colour were the walls? Um, let's, let's go uh, I think they were grey. But anyway, um, I went in and said, uh, I want blonde highlights and everything. And they <laughs> they said, why? Yeah, they said, why? <laughs> what have you been smoking? <laughs> no, uh, no, they, they, they did it and it was fine. But, but anyway, I've gone off topic. The, the point was, is that there became a point where that was no longer something I wanted. Very quickly after being called pigeon poo hair, um, I decided that I didn't want to have blonde highlights anymore. Um, not that you're susceptible to peer pressure, uh, but that absolutely to, not. to show you that yeah. it was a bad idea. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, I decided that I, uh, I didn't want to have it anymore. So, um, but he's still like, I mean, way up there for me in terms of idols of, of like drummer and musician idols, definitely. Um, and uh, you know, now he's a little bit older. He's you know a bit rotund and got grey hair and everything so yeah was, well that's what i was trying to get at like what i said like the re like their your reason for having idols changes over time so my like and the ones that endure are normally more than just something like an appearance like i was the same it's like when i was 14 mm-hmm. i remember going to hairdressers with a picture of tom DeLong saying please make me please <laughs> make me look like this and she tried her best and she eventually <laughs> got there after a few attempts and a few bowl cut type things that I, as I tried to grow my emo fringe for the first time. Yeah, but like, if you look at, like, so I still semi-idolize Tom DeLong and of Blink-22 fame. And 
the reason for that has changed over time. Like, and it's the same like with Dave Grohl or people like people like that are, um, like, cause I used to I used to really idolize David Gilmour for a while as well when I started playing guitar. But he's kind of faded out, and like the reason that like Tom DeLonge's kind of endured is more to do with like his character and who he is as a person, mm. and like what they can, you can sort of when you start growing up and you start seeing a bit more of the world and a bit more like a broader sense of the world makes more sense to you. Like I found that the lasting impact of who they are as a person plays a big part into why why they endure in your life. And it makes sense a lot, like with like the Me Too movement and stuff that's happened. That like, so many people are cancelled, and like I used to look up a lot to like Kevin Spacey, but it turns out he's a monster. And <laughs> yeah. like if you look at even just like bands when we were in high school, it was that if, like around about the time that like Blink broke up for the first time, and it was just like Taking Back Sunday, Panic at the Disco, uh, and Lost Profits were big. And then it turned out that Ian Watkins was a massive pedophile, and. <laughs> It kind of became weird to listen to that music, and like people, like people did idolize him at the time, and people thought like he was like I wouldn't say the bees knees because I sound like a twat, but people thought he was awesome. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it was like, oh, that's that's kind of not okay. Well, it's not kind of not okay. That's a hundred percent not okay. And the enduring influencers are, or the enduring people whom like uh, you care about or idolize, like it's more to do like who they are as a person kind of kind of stays. Hmm. I don't know what you think. Yeah, no, I would agree. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, I mean, I guess, I, I mean, a lot of mine are musicians and probably quite a few of yours are musicians as well, but that's just, you know, because we have quite a big connection with playing music and listening to music and things like that. So, you know, I mean, El- you said it earlier, like Elton John and Freddie Mercury are probably two of my biggest idols ever because they just were, I mean, Elton John is just on for so many reasons but other than music he was just an amazing he is an amazing person so he's not dead yet the, the, the things he's done uh, but also like you know so i admire him for his charity work and there's lots of people i admire for charity work as well but um but it's the it's the way that he's kind of like he went through that horrible period in his life came out of it and now he's like he, you know he's actively saying you know yeah i was i was an absolute dickhead like that was that was I was an awful person during that time. Like to admit that and to come out and to just see it through and come onto the other side, like it takes probably so much strength. Like I wouldn't know, but obviously, but you just like you need to have a lot of help as well, probably to do that. Um, but also some solid people around you. So he just you know for so many reasons he would be my idol. And Freddie Mercury similarly, where he more for the music though, and the way he just you know became such a dominant voice in music almost overnight it's just like he's the sort of person i feel that if he was still alive would be in the same vein like i think that he stood for the same kind of for the the same right things and he was that kind of person that if freddie mercury was still with us would definitely be up there absolutely yeah yeah, no i totally agree yeah i think he is you know and um and the band have done great i mean brian may also the so the guitarist i mean the whole band is um or idols you know apart from i mean john deacon the bassist i guess even adam lambert no not not the new additions <laughs> no but he's definitely not an idol but um he might be as some people you don't know oh that's all right no no i mean like he's not my idol i mean he definitely must be he won americans got talent or something no he didn't what did he win i have no idea i think it was like american oh. idol or something like that he won american idol yeah so you know i mean he he's obviously someone's idol Similar to the icons thing, where you say he's not an icon or an idol because he's not yours, and that's that's that <laughs> the list. I think, and this comes down to personal preference as well, because a lot of people, 
a lot of people will see Ariana Grande, for example, as their idol, you know, and that's fine because it's a personal choice and it's a it's a way it's it's someone you feel particularly I don't know you feel connected to them, but you feel like you know there's something there that you see good in them. Yeah, so I think of people like uh, do you know like the like the Kardashians and yeah, yeah. that that um there's that one that makes makeup and she's like a horrendously <laughs> rich famous person who makes makeup yeah. and there's so the reason I bring that up is like so that's like the sort of people who young people idolize the same with like footballers and stuff as well where like young people idolize them because of like one particular thing and that's not going to endure like they're not going to idolize her as a person when they're 30 or like when they're having kids like she's not going to be like the model mom or have persevered through troubles or whatever else uh but like i remember watching uh there's like some dude who made funny facebook funny videos on facebook and that was like his deal that was all he did and he like pretended to be his girlfriend or like had a a weird impersonation of a made-up girlfriend that he had that he played in these videos anyway he was irish but he had a girlfriend, and his girlfriend had a YouTube channel. And for some reason, I had nothing to do on a Sunday afternoon. And I ended up watching this one of her YouTube videos because I was just wanted to see what it was, what she talked about. And I remember vividly, and I don't know why it stuck with me, but her saying, "I'm going to put in the name of a Kardashian because I don't actually know which one it is that makes makeup <laughs> or which one does whatever else." But she was like, "I remember vividly this person who couldn't have been more than like." 16 17 or maybe 18 oh, that's a bit weird maybe it can be more than 18 or 19 saying like everybody wants to be you like we we get you chloe like <laughs> we, we like everybody wants to be you and i was like no they don't like what and the, the like and it was like a video of like her putting on makeup for 45 minutes it was bizarre that the impact that that person had on the impact that this kardashian person had on this girl was so profound and all it was for was how she applied makeup to her face every morning yeah and like i think that like if you look at someone like elton john like where you might have or like um freddie mercury or like me with like a lot of bands that i lot like that i liked when i was little uh or little what like and still do right now like i was i was absolutely obsessed with like um with taking back sunday when i was little when i was about 15 16 and it shows you how fucking old I am because I say little and I mean like <laughs> it was half my life ago, but you know, whatever. I think it's also a bit of the Scotchness, but anyway. No oh yeah, blame it on that. <laughs> when I was we When I was we If you think about like the reasons that you idolise those people, it's the same with, like people who like uh Frank Lampard or whatever, like they like them for a specific thing and they just go, Oh, I I, I kinda want to be who you are right in this moment. Like or I kinda want to just like like, you're on that stage playing that instrument, and that's incredible. And that's the reason I liked Tom DeLonge when I was 14, because I was like, I can do that. He's playing simple, like, how he describes it as, like, nursery rhymes with bad words in them. And I was like, that's like that's essentially all I want to be. Like, he's on stage saying, fuck you to society, or fuck you to rules, and things like yeah. that. And that, that spoke to me when I was 16. And yeah. then now, he's doing stuff which speaks to me as, like, an adult, which is why he's, like, perseveres. And it's the same with, oh, I, I can't speak for you, but, like, how I imagine is the same for, like, Ellen John's, like, a person who, what you care about now as a person, yeah. it still, that still carries through. Whereas, like, someone like that, like, like that girl who made that YouTube video, who's like, I love this famous person who puts makeup on her face because she puts makeup on her face. Like, that doesn't, like, you may idolize them at a point in time, but they're, you're not going to be 50 years old and say, oh, yeah, you're not going to, like, you're not going to watch her funeral and cry like many people do with michael jackson no well um, you would hope or, not. I'm, like I, with freddie mercury like a lot of people people aren't going to mourn for that no um, I, 
Well, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that it's like, I, you know... Maybe I shouldn't say that, but... Well, but you see, I think people will. This is the thing, is that they will. I mean, and, and you know, I'm not telling people who they should idolise and who they shouldn't, but it's like... Yeah, that's maybe why I shouldn't say it as well. But... No, no, I mean, I think it's a fair point where it's a very different reason. And you would think that when you got to, like, the age of 30 or 40 or something like that, that you started to... Well, for 30, you would start to think about bigger things in life other than, you know, something like you know, someone who's a, a good makeup artist. Now, they might it might not be that you idolise her because she's a good makeup artist or idolise him because he's a good footballer or something like that, but you might idolise them for something other, you know, they might, you know, so for example, I idolise the manager of Liverpool, Jurgen Klopp, but be, because he's such a, not because he's a fo- anything really to do with football, but because he, I think the way that he does the managing and treats the team and handles everything is, is so professional and so good. You know, and he is—he seems like such a nice guy. You know, I mean, you never know on, under the. He um, he's a he's a good example for me because he's like you know, I don't look at individual footballers and go, oh, you know, I want to be like him or I really like him or he's cool. But when they get to a certain point, like like Beckham, for example, you know, David Beckham's done some really good charity stuff in his in his time, and he's not that young. Uh, sorry, he's not that old. Um, you know, but there's different reasons. It's not just the fact that they play football which makes me like them. And it's not just the fact that Elton John plays piano, which makes me, you know, idolise him. You know, I, I don't, I probably it's like, you know, when, when you're young and you're learning to play football, you're kind of like, oh, he's my idol. I want to be like him. And then when you get to like age 30, if you're, I mean, if you've been a professional footballer, you've been a professional footballer. If you haven't, then it's, you probably don't sit in the office and think, oh, I, you know, I want to be like him when I grow up. I want to be like that footballer when I grow up and play football like them. In the same way, I don't sit in my living room and play piano and think, oh, I want to play piano like Elton John when I'm older, you know. You've grown up, things have moved on, you know, and you idolise them for different reasons and, you know. But at the same time, you know, when Kendall Kardashian was the one you were trying to think of, or Kendall Jenner, sorry, not Kardashian, maybe. I'm not sure. I don't know my my Kardashian as well enough, but there will be people that will be like, you know, oh my God, you know, she's the best thing since sliced bread. You know, it's like when people say like, you know, I don't want to pick on her because it's not fair. But you know, a lot of people think that there's a lot of people who These people are not above scrutiny. No, but no, of course not. No, I, I you know, but there's and like yeah, there's a lot. And, and I agree. I do, I do agree. And the reason I picked like Frank Lampard is because like he was like notably not a very nice person mm. off of a football pitch, and that's why like, this is the sort of person that I picked. But and like so, the person that you chose, like they. Yeah, their their life is a bit better, like their outside life and their professional life, better suited like your ideals. Hmm. But, I mean, it's like I'm currently googling Kardashians. I might do it in private mode so that I don't get like <laughs> random ads for stuff for makeup. But it's like, but but they but they, you know, I mean, I, they're all very successful. You know, um, I think it is Kendall Jenner who's the one who has the makeup business. Um, it might be Kylie. I can't remember Kendall or Kylie. Uh, Kendall, I think, is the one that's like the youngest billionaire or something like that, or the youngest female billionaire ever, or something. I can't remember, but so she built that business, right? Which is fine, right? Because that's and and that's the reason that's what I would I would admire is because she built the business, right? She's bu- anyone who's built a business, you know, uh, has has gone through ups and downs with it, right? But the thing is, is with her, if the business failed, there's not the same level of risk with the business, right? If the business fails, she would do something else, right? She's not going to be on the street. So it's like a different kind of, you know, do you know what I mean? 
There's probably a lot yeah. of people shouting at the moment. You can at- idolize everybody who's made a successful business. I mean, her, Donald Trump, yeah, everyone, <laughs> yeah, yeah Mark but, Zuckerberg, I mean, everyone. They've all they've all gone through the exact same journey. No, but I totally get that. Like, uh, he and he's the same because of hey, like he's defrauded so many people over his career and walked all over people, and he just walked up, walked over on skate. Things have gone gone downhill and stuff. Hmm. And yeah, she's. I th- I I do agree. Like her from a business point of view, it's incredibly incredibly impressive that mm. someone has managed to make like take what essentially is just like one like a platform that she was given that she found herself on like a privilege yeah which is cool right and 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 it's like oh that's fine for her kind of thing because she did have a platform but it takes a bit of gumption to go from having a platform and going oh i can sell like i think chloe's the one who gets paid to do instagram ads or whatever and and be like an influence quote-unquote influencer and saying instead of like just being a an interesting person to follow on instagram she's gone Actually, I'm gonna go and set up. I'm gonna use this platform to create an create an empire, and she did it, which I think is, which is quite cool. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. So maybe I take back what I said about her, but again, I think no, that... no, I, th- I think it's a valid point. I mean, Donald Trump's like one of those ones where it, when you come out with things like I got a small loan of a million pounds, it's like <laughs> you can't expect to not be taken, you know, have the piss taken out of you for it. I mean, it's just it's like that with like a lot of technology companies these days. Like, I don't know if you've seen all the stuff about. We work recently. No. The, so we work has just sort of imploded. Like, do you know who we work are? No. They're a company that makes. Oh, they don't make, but they're a company who um rent out office space. So they make like co working spaces, and oh, right. they uh they got to the point where like so they they started by buying like a not a derelict building, but like an unused building during the economic crash and renting out and like making like a cool culture inside it so so i had a friend who had an office in a we work and maybe still do in london where they did thursday beers and like they put on free free alcohol and they did events and they did talks and stuff like that and they like built like a cool culture and then they did the same and they they took a bunch of funding and they built and bought offices in in new york and it turned out they ended up they got so big they ended up being like the single biggest um, owner of property or like the single biggest like renter of property in New York. Yeah. Like the, so right, they've okay. got ma- re- really 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 big and uh, they really recently just imploded because it turned out that they were they'd never actually turned a profit. They lost about 2 billion dollars last year when they were running just in like that's that's they they spent 2 billion more than they brought in and their valuation went from over forty-seven billion to eight, and they got <sighs> bought out by a by a bank, but essentially, uh, or bought out by a fund to sort of like save it and restructure. It. And the mm-hmm. CEO got kicked out because the CEO turned out to be like a bit of a creep. Anyway, you can go and read and listen to a bunch of podcasts and stuff like that about them because like they're quite popular and other people will talk about it a lot more articulately than I will. But he got paid. So Adam Newman is the is the CEO. Like he essentially for cocking up and for running that company into the ground and for making some very bad decisions. Like oh, he bought the trademark We and sold it to the company for fifty million dollars. <laughs> he he bought properties and let and let out the properties to his company and profited from rent letting out the properties to these to his company um, <laughs> with his own personal. So he got he got given a loan and bought the he got like he got it was like a five hundred million dollar loan by a bank. And he used that to buy properties and then lease them back to his own company. Anyway, he turned out to be a total scumbag and a bit of a monster. And they paid him one point seven after, like, in like stock, like to 
to get rid of his stock and to get like sort of force him out. He ended up walking away with like a one point seven billion dollars. Oh. So his way of his way of completely failing and making one of the biggest like messes in like VC backed history and the biggest like cock ups and the like the biggest loss like so they were going to IPO and become public and then to become public you've got to file all these papers to show like how you actually run as a company they then it sort of surfaced all this stuff about how he actually runs the company and he had to get forced out but to force him out they had to pay him about one point seven billion dollars which is like backing off his loan like so had to pay off his loan for him and buy all his stock off at a certain value and because he still owned a third of the company they essentially had to just give him a huge pay pocket pay packet so he'll never have to work again and he essentially like so it was about two and a half thousand people are going to lose their job because of him and he and or about it was about just under a million dollars per person he's getting paid yeah it's kind of crazy so anyway so that's i don't know why i got into that but like it's a sort of person like who like failure is not the same for that kind of person and you know like it's like you can over time someone can go from being like it's really cool how they've done this to themselves and then turn out to be like a bit of a crazy monster yeah absolutely yeah 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 the it makes me think of there was a guy on um, Dragon's Den. I can't remember the episode exactly, but he, um, as in like the series number and stuff. But he, um, he had a kind of he was quite arrogant, but you know he was very driven. Uh, it was a kind of driven arrogance, and he wanted to just be the most successful person in the world, basically. Um, and his company, um, or his his idea was to create meals specifically for people who are going to the gym i think there was another customer as well like you know you could um uh you could have uh like tailor your meals and everything and they would just get sent to you and you would just have the meal there so you would get these boxed i don't know if it was boxed in i don't think it was boxed ingredients i think it was cooked food and you'd get it and you'd heat it up and that'd be it and that would be your portion and he went for the he went to call it uh pro gains and it turned out on Dragon's Den that he didn't have the trademark and he was in dispute with another company over the trademark and all sorts of things. But anyway, he was like, he was asked, you know, kind of, where do you see it going and everything? And he said, look, because his his valuation was he put something like £2 million on the company when I don't think they've made a huge amount of money, um, not certainly not to justify £2 million. And uh, he said, he, was, he had an argument with Peter Jones, I think it was, and it was saying like, okay, well, if I gave you £2 million now, you would take it. And he went, no. And he went, you wouldn't take two million pounds for a company that's barely even got going that might not even have a future. And he was like, no, because I don't want two million pounds. I want, I want two billion pounds. And it's like, okay, you're probably not going to make two billion pounds. <laughs> like Dr. Evil. Yeah. You're not going to make two billion pounds from like packaged meals, but you know, you might, you know, the drive is really impressive, right? To have that, yeah. to be that kind of person that's like, the ambition. yeah, I want that so badly. I think it, in the end it, it ended up, I don't know. He didn't get any investment, I don't think, and uh, I think he his business went bust and things like that. So, but the drive was there, and it was like you know, he he just wanted that so badly that he was willing to do almost anything. And in the end, maybe not quite the right choice, but um, you know, so someone like that probably wouldn't be my idol. Certainly not for a business perspective, but for a drive and for just a kind of wanting something and wanting to get there, then yeah, probably. Um, well, sometimes failures outside of your ha- out of your hands. Like sometimes, just, like things happen, market forces happen, other people sweep in, and you can't really do much to stop that. So yeah, but it's cool that he had the like yeah the the drive to do that. Like I I always see myself as like I have these wants to try and like 
build certain things or try certain things out or explore certain things or try and get better at certain things especially around about this time of year i always go like what what i want to do in the next five years of my life or what i want to do the next couple of years or what i want to do by this time next year when i hit another number the same happens the same list gets written this this is a different notebook the handwriting's a little bit worse and (laughs) i was i'm always impressed by people who actually make things happen yeah because i'm so bad at it myself yeah yeah no absolutely no I, i i completely agree um i completely agree and it's it's like you know and it kind of comes back to idols change and things like that and and the way that you see them and and the the different reasons that you might think of someone as an idol where you know people will just people the idols themselves will change as well and they'll do different things in their lives they'll become you know maybe something that you wouldn't idolize or something that you would you know so you're talking about frank lampard like his behaviour, I wouldn't particularly analyse. In fact, most footballers, John Terry as well, um, he's probably one of the worst ones. Maybe he's the one I was actually thinking of. Yeah, maybe that might, that sounds more more like it. Yeah, John Terry. Yeah, he. I mean, he's awful. He he he's just a nasty person. Um, you know. But there are other reasons why I would admire John Terry. Not many, but there are. And uh, but you can't take away their accomplishments, right? No, of a hundred thousand no. people want to be in that. Like for every professional footballer yeah there's tens of thousands hundreds of thousands who don't make it you can't that doesn't excuse you from being a scumbag yeah absolutely this may be a good place to wrap it up as well yeah yeah no i think that's a good idea yeah um my friend giles and uh he constantly goes on about how he's not we're not actually real friends so um (laughs) a person i know with this name in a way to try and get us to all is actually discuss something and not just like talk and ramble about anything and actually wrap stuff up said that we should end the segment or the topic with a with a question and say like what have you learned what have you learned over the last 45 minutes <laughs> or 35 minutes after i've edited it okay all right well, so i that. pose that to you marco so what have i learned well um i've learned that uh you actually surprisingly don't particularly like the kardashians <laughs> um <laughs> actually that's not surprising I, surprisingly I, yeah i already knew think? that yeah i already knew that but um uh maybe i've learned a little that you don't like them a little bit more than i thought you maybe didn't but um <laughs> i donn't think that would come across but okay yeah yeah i didn't know at the well if i'm talking about you what i've learned about you then that and i, I guess the thing about like i kind of knew about tom DeLong and didn't know as much about like the other ones but david gilmore and stuff but you know i think overall i'd say that i've kind of thought you've made me think about what you know without putting definitions on it like how an idol changes and like how how there's differences between like like differences between like behaviors or accomplishments that you might idolize and you know someone as an individual you know so elton john i'd probably idolize as a person overall and as an individual whereas i wouldn't with frank lampard or john terry or whoever it might be um you know but conversely i might jürgen klopp but might not someone else or i might you know ariana grande um as a person i probably would idolize her actually isn't i think she's done you know she's done amazingly well with certain areas for things you know and it's like unimaginable the things that she went through but um I yeah, she got put her in a horrible situation, and she, I think, she handled it all, yeah, incredibly, very, very professionally and very well, and and you know, I, but I wouldn't necessarily idolize her music, you know, particularly like me that. and me at my age, at heart, me at the age that she was when that when I am to her, mm. like I feel that, 
or when it happened to everybody else, obviously, as well, mm. who was affected by the Manchester bombings. But she, bombings, but the Manchester attack. Mm. Yeah, she, I know she handled everything incredibly. And I think that the resolve of someone who was as young as she is or was mm. uh, is really quite impressive. Evelyn, I mm. didn't even know, I'd never heard a song that she'd yeah. recorded or put out before that it, it mm. happened. Yeah, no, I I'd, I'd only heard one, so um, but um, should we end on a positive note? <laughs> I feel like we could have brought this <laughs> slightly sad note to the end of that, but um, no, no, who's there? Idol. Idol who? Yeah, exactly. No, hold on, wait, hold on, I got that wrong. Uh, <laughs> Idol who? Do you not know how knock knock jokes work? What did you expect me to say? Um. Yeah, anyway, yeah. So, I'm waiting for you to so, ask what I've learned. So like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to. Yeah. So sorry. What 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 have you learned from this this conversation, like this <laughs> this episode? Where are you? Because I don't think you're going to wrap up. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I think that it's interesting to go to look at the bigger picture of like where I look at people now as I did before. Like I, I could I can talk. I could listen to anybody who's passionate about something, except if it's disgusting. Um, <laughs> endlessly like i could i could listen to like somebody who's passionate about like guitar like i could watch a music documentary i get lost in music documentaries or i could listen to people talk about um like bill gates talking about climate change and people talking articulately and passionately about something they care about i find that hugely impactful and that does make me idolize people and i think that it doesn't yeah sometimes it doesn't matter if it's about like your ideals or your drive or your ambition like they're i think that what i've learned probably is that there are lots of different ways why people might idolize people, but yeah. it definitely has changed in my life over yeah. the like the the last fifteen years. Why people have stick around in my life, why people have become more important to me, or why like bigger why figures have become more important to me than others have, and why some have faded away. Yeah, apart from like the pedophiles and stuff, <laughs> for obvious reasons. <laughs> There's a reason they faded away, because um... <laughs> I became legal. No. Um... <laughs> Well, let's end on that happy note. <laughs> or do you want to rap? I feel like you should rap. Oh, I could rap, yeah. Um, yeah. I did you hear rap. the rap in the last one? Um, yes, I did, yes. It was it was quite embarrassing. It was quite painful. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Are you going to knock out of the park this week? So, uh, this week we talked about idols. I don't know who yours are, but one of mine is... What rhymes with idol? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Nothing rhymes with idol. Try, idol, do you want idol. try again. Purple. <laughs> Nothing rhymes with orange. Uh, okay, let's try once more. Okay, so your idol <laughs> is Bill Gates. Mine is Paul Yates. It's not Paul Yates, but let's pretend it is because it rhymes. I like Elton John. You like singing a song. This week we talked about idols. Oh no, I can't. I'm sorry. I just can't do this anymore. I, I just can't. I, I can't. This is just. This is. This is. I've got to. You know that. You know that you've kind of got like got to draw a line somewhere. I, I'm drawing a line uh-huh. here. For the raps. This is the end of the raps. Yo, don't talk about football. Let's talk about music. Music is great. Oh, no, I just can't. I'm not in the right frame of mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's just it's just really enlightening because I know I'm not a musician like you. You often remind me that I'm not a musician <laughs> like you because um, I don't have a music degree. But uh, I've never done that. So um, you're not. You're great. Not. 
No. I, well, no, I, you're you're a proper musician. You're a proper musician. It's the same as like when I watch like people like people do YouTube covers that are incredibly embarrassing. Or actually, do you know what? I saw a video of Take That covering Smells Like Teen Spirit, and it might be the most excruciating 90 seconds of my life. And I edit this podcast. It was really bad. <sighs> oh, well, we'll have to cut that all out there. But um, yeah, so yeah, so well, let's wrap up. Uh, I've enjoyed all the feedback we've been getting over the last few weeks. I think that it's really cool. We got a lot of shout outs last time. I think that people should continue to like chat to us on the socials. I will attempt to actually start using them a bit more. And yeah, thank you, everybody. Everyone go and rate and, rate and review us on things. Tell a friend. Tell 10. Yep. Tell everyone uh, at bampotspodcast.com. Yeah, on Twitter. Well, not at Bampotspodcast. On Instagram. Yeah, yeah, on Instagram. We're on Snapchat. Well, we're not, but we will be one day. We're on everything. We're on Tinder, Grinder, Bumble, Tumble, Rumble, <laughs> Schnumble, Cumble. Cumble? Oh, cut that one out. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah, if anyone has ideas for topics, then please let us know. That's a great thing to use the socials for. Rather than listening to us ramble about nonsense. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. We made it through another one. We did it. We did it. Mission accomplished. Going dark. Bye!